Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Welcome to A Slob Comes Clean, the podcast. I'm Dana White. I vlog almost every day as Noni over at aslobcomesclean.com. That's where I share my personal deslobification process as I figure out what works in my own home, I share the truth about cleaning and organizing strategies that actually do work for real people in real life who don't necessarily love cleaning and organizing. This is podcast number 85. I am so excited because this is my first podcast with a guest ever. I'm honored to be. I am so excited that Aaliyah is here with me. Y'all, I have yacked into microphones by myself for 42 hours now, and this is my first time, and my phone rings, the phone that never rings, there it goes, anyway, but we're going to ignore it, um, but this is my first one with a guest, and my guest today is Olivia Millam, who is a good friend of mine, we have met at many conferences, and we also talk online every single week, so I am excited to have her, because she has released her first print book, and it is a cookbook, and it's called Prep Ahead Meals from Scratch, and I love it. We are talking on Blab today, which is actually video, but it's going to be recorded for the podcast, which will not be video. And this is her book right here. So if you are on video, you can see that. But before we get started, I have a couple of things that I have to take care of really quickly. Um, number one, 28 Days to Hope for Your Home is going into semi-retirement on Monday. Because it, they, my publisher wants it to go dark until my traditionally published book, How to Manage Your Home Without Losing Your Mind, comes out on November 8th, which I just realized this week is election day. <clears throat> oh, my word. Anyway, so that is what is going on. So if you do not have it yet and you've thought about getting it, make sure you go get it before Monday. Um, and another thing, too, is for those of you who are patrons of the show, uh, we will be having our private patron-only hangout on Monday, February 29th at 11 a.m. And if you would like to find out more about what it means to be a patron, go to patreon.com slash aslobcomesclean or the show notes for this podcast number 85. Okay, so we are on Blab, and I have a guest. And as I've been telling Aaliyah before we got started, I'm really nervous because I have never done a podcast interview on this side of things before, so... This is exciting. Okay, so, um, Aaliyah, to get started, yes. I um, have been thinking about what I was going to do when I had a guest, and um, I do listen to a lot of podcasts that have guests, because most do, um, and so one of the things that I thought of um, was, I want you to share something that's making your life easier right now. Like, it can be anything. Like, it can be an app, it can be a product, it can be a habit, it can be anything that is making your life easier. And I'll share something, too, but if you want to go first, you can. Thinking calendars on my smartphone, that is making, like, for everything, for even the little things. Like, I even, 10 minutes before. 
before we walk out the door, I have a reminder to ask my kids, do you have your cell phone? Do you have your lunch? Are you wearing a belt? <laughs> Can you sync those? Like, what? You sync those between I, devices? Between Google calendars. If you oh. know, you can, I can sync multiple Google calendars with my, uh, with my alarm system and my calendar on my iPhone. So, really? Yes. Yeah, so then I have all the Google calendars. Any email that you put in, you can sync it with your iPhone. There, it's a, a Google email account. So as long as your kids don't mind, if you have like a shared family Google account, if you put that in there, it will sync your calendars. You can sync your calendars. So now, does alerts show up on your kids' phones as well? I programmed them so they did. <laughs> <laughs> show up on theirs and some show up just yes. on yours yes okay we have, we have separate calendars but they're also synced so yes so i do because i got tired of nagging my kids so now the phones nag them that way it can be a nice mom that is a great idea because i you know we've had this discussion or i put it somewhere where we were that i recently double booked a speaking engagement day and it is a nightmare and it, it's because my phone freaked out on me and deleted all of my dates and I was like oh I need to start going I know it, it's it's the worst thing that it's really I felt so horrible and they were so nice about it but um the my I, I was thinking okay well then I need to go on google calendar because I put everything in my phone but then I thought no I, I have to have it right here all the time and I know that I can get to google but okay so that is exciting I'm going to figure out how to do that you can sync your face any dates from Facebook and your Google Calendar with your iPhone calendar. So where do you go to do that? You just when you go to the um, when you go to the calendar app, it asks you if you want to upload them, if you want to if you want to sync them, and you just you yeah. Okay. Well, I am going to do that because maybe my sanity will be saved. That's awesome. I love it. Okay. Um, mine is uh, something that I have bought recently, which I bought years ago, which is the Oil of Olay 4-in-1 face cleansing cloths or whatever um, that I bought years ago. I got free with coupons back when I was obsessed with couponing, but I never bought them again, even though I loved them. But I have two people in my home right now who are growing at very rapid rates and are in the face of life where they really, really, really need to be focused on cleaning their faces a lot. If we all, I'm trying to say that in the nicest, you know, way possible. So anyway, um, and so I really, and, but, and I've tried all these different things, but it's like the consistency never worked. And then I remembered these and what's so great about them is they're dry. Okay. So nobody has to remember to close it so that they stay pre-moistened or whatever. Oh, that's good. Yeah, exactly. They're dry and you just run them under the tap for like one to two seconds, like, and then you squeeze it, it gets all soapy, you wash your face, and then you run it under the tap again, and all the soap washes out, and then you use that to rinse your face. And it's like, I know it's not the most eco-friendly thing in the world, which I've never been known for anyway, but it's, it's, it works for people that age. I mean, for people who, this is, I mean, yeah, I think that's the thing as a mother that's hard for me as my kids grow is realizing that these habits I'm teaching them are, like, not temporary. Like, right. these are the habits that they need for the rest of their entire lives. There's no going back to not worrying about things. You know, yeah. <laughs> it's kind of hard. <laughs> it is. Yeah. It is. Well, you okay. helped me finish raising my daughter because I struggled with teaching her to house clean. So I'm like, just go to the day of the night. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Leah is actually 
Um, one of the people who uh, proofread my book for me before I sent it into my publisher. And so she, excited for it. I am so excited. It's just like life changing for me. I love it. Thank you so much. I honestly did not pay you to say that. <laughs> I love it. Um, anyway, and so her daughter and her have, you know, been having these discussions about these things. So I love it. You know, honestly, my mom and I talk about it because sometimes she's like, oh, did I not teach you things? And I'm like, you did. I mean, you taught me that everybody, when they have their, once they get out into life and they have to do it on their own, they have to figure out how it works for them. I mean, that's like my whole premise of everything. Um, I also feel like a lot of it has to do with the fact that um, schools don't have home ec anymore. I never took home ec, and my mom took home ec every year of high school. I mean, that was her favorite class. She was obsessed with it, and so she, like, was trained in all these things, and for me, it was, I'm just, like, bumbling around trying to figure it out, you know? So, anyway. Okay. Well, I did take home ec, and it, it, they taught sewing and cooking. They didn't teach cleaning, and, but I would go home, and my mom would rip out all the stitches from home ec. She's like, they're teaching you shortcuts. You have to learn to do this right. <laughs> So you got it double from the I did. Time. I did. It took me a while to learn to love sewing because of that. That is awesome. Now, my mom tried to teach me to sew, and I can sew if it's like a costume where they're going to be on stage and nobody's going to see it up close. <laughs> and nobody's going to yeah, nobody's gonna look at the inside. There's no like grading or anything that's going on. It's just that, and that's it. Okay. I'm sorry. I have allergies. Okay. Um. Okay, so Aaliyah, I want you to share your quick version of your life story. <laughs> so, what you're just, um, yeah, tell us what your, because you have an interesting, you know, kind of journey to where you are right now. So I want to hear just the quick version. Okay, the quick version. Um, yeah. Well, I'll just I'll start with I met a, a naval aviator and fell in love, and then have been dragged around the country uh, ever since. <laughs> It was it was a real plot complication. It wasn't what I was planning, and so it has influenced a lot of the things I've done. Um, it, it's hard to hold a job when you're only in a location for a month. Uh, I mean, a year or you know, eleven months. And um, I can't. No, I do not. Okay, good. So um, it's really hard to hold a job when you're you know in and out of places. And I did start working for a magazine in the 90s um, from my home. I, I felt like I didn't just break through the glass ceiling. I broke out of the building. I was really excited until I realized that nobody knew what I did. They just thought I was sitting at home. Nobody understood that I had a real job. So I totally understand that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Having a blogger. I was actually getting ready to go back out in the workforce. My oldest kids were in their uh, teens. And I had a surprise pregnancy that uh, in my 40s. And so I have an 8-year-old. My oldest is 25. My youngest is 8. And um, I was voluntary as a budget counselor. And so I started a blog on money-saving tips as a way to connect while I was home on maternity leave for my youngest child. And that's how I started blogging and sharing recipes. And I didn't realize that my cooking style was different or unique. So, and, and I, I was surprised at how many even older people got it immediately because they realized they recognized the frugalness of my cooking methods. And younger people were like, oh, oh, 
I didn't realize I could do this. So I have two audiences, you know, that the people that come to my blog, the younger people who are learning to cook, and then the older people who recognize the method immediately and identify with my my cooking style. I love that. That is so cool. I did not realize every 11 months is how often you no, moved. No, my husband just, he went through, we, no, normally you stay in a place two to three years. That's so what I we thought. Through a, yeah, usually it's two to three years, but we went through a couple of things. Like, Tesla school is only 11 months. Then we, so we went from back and forth several times and ended up in places for shorter locations than normal. Wow. Yeah, I, that makes sense. I mean, that's, that's great. And I also, um, I'm going to ask you later about things, because I love your story of your kind of two different, you kind of got to start over a little bit, you know, with the um, later pregnancy while you had teenagers, and um, so we're going to talk about that in a little bit. But I do want to talk real quick about your, um, oh, I want to know, what does a day in your life look like right now? It is crazy. Uh, <laughs> I usually try to get up at between 6 and 7 and put a couple of hours of work in before my kids get up. Then we have horses to feed. We live in the country. I drive my oldest son into school and uh, come home, and I homeschool my youngest child. Um, I, I work for a couple hours from home and while homeschooling. Like, we sit at the table, and I'm, I'm writing, and he's doing his schoolwork. And then after I pick up my oldest son, I come home and we all start cooking together. Usually, uh, we're all in the kitchen. I put on music. If I, I don't ever ask, have to ask my kids to come help me in the kitchen because I just put on music. So I never yell, who's going to set the table? You know, I, I just put on dance music and they come in and um, all, everybody kind of joins in the kitchen. And my boys, surprisingly, like to help me cook and are really helpful in the kitchen. And so that's when I do some recipe development in the late afternoon. And and then if it turns out, I take pictures, and then we eat, and if it doesn't turn out pretty, then we eat right away. <laughs> <laughs> so they kind of like it when it's not pretty, because then they get to eat hot. Food. They love the food. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe that should be like your next time. <laughs> My family loves ugly food. <laughs> I love it. Well, okay, so we're going to talk about your book, and um, I was telling you how frustrated I was with my pictures I made of what was a really delicious recipe, um, and I could not, I'm not a food photographer anyway. You blow me away on all that kind of stuff, because um, all of my readers know that I am not a food photographer, um, but let's talk about, um, let's talk about premeditated leftovers is the name of your blog. And I'm going to go somewhere with this, but I want you to give me the overall, because I know you don't just talk about cooking there. You also share gardening and just general frugal living tips and things like that. So what's your overall theme for premeditated leftovers? It's an int I consider it more of an intentional living lifestyle. It's like making the most of what you have so that you're not wasting things, whether it's time or money or food. Or even your vegetables in your garden. You know, I'm trying to, to make the most of what I have. Right. Right. I love that. And um, I, I think we've established previously um, that we are kindred spirits in a lot of things. And so I think that's like you, we've talked about you um, at one point wanted to change your blog name. And I personally think premeditated leftovers is like the best name ever. Um because it just, it does, it encompasses so many different things with that lifestyle, um, and I think, you know, a lot of my people, 
as I call my people, um, tend to, <laughs> my people, um, tend to, like, love reusing and, you know, using something until it's completely and totally used up so that we don't waste it. Um, but then, then there's this other subset of which I am a part of the people who, that can be a real stumbling block for us, you know. So, um, finding that balance of, you know, because it's, it's, if I love forever, because you might use it someday, and, right. yes, and then actually using it, yeah, like, what am I actually going to use, and so I feel like, you know, because I, you read my book, and so you know there's a chapter about, um, cooking, you know, kind of my style of meal planning, which is very right along the same lines as what you totally lay out completely, but I just did a little bitty chapter, and what I wanted to call that chapter was, um, use your project brain for good, because I, <laughs> because I, you know, a big part of my problem and my people's problems are this project mentality, like, we love big things that we can do, and they have a big finish, and it's like, whoa, look at everything I've done, it's going to minister me for a really long time, um, which can get us into trouble. But at the same time, we do amazing things. And I think that your style of cooking, prep ahead meals from scratch, totally fits that. It's like, it's like the, it's the way to use that mentality for your benefit, that intentionality of, of things. And so, um, anyway, I'll just tell, first, go ahead. Oh, I was just going to say, one of the things I like about it is once you have those pre-cooked items and they're either in the fridge or the freezer, it allows you to still be creative because I, I plan ahead, but I plan everything in pencil because I all of a sudden have like, oh, this would be a great idea. You know, so I like being able to be flexible. And so if I have a whole cooked meal in the freezer, you're pretty much committed. That's what you want for dinner. But if you have either have an idea or if a child says, that's it, I've given up tomatoes, which ain't your Yes, they do. Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Y'all know I am all about identifying what things you can do to make overwhelming tasks possible. Buying a home or selling a home can be completely overwhelming. Finding just the right realtor can make the whole process so much easier. That's why I want to tell you about Redfin. Redfin updates their listings every two minutes and sends you personalized recommendations. So finding the home that's perfect for you has never been easier. See something you like? Book a tour straight from the app. And when you're ready to buy an experienced local Redfin agent can guide you through the whole process. And if you're looking to sell, Redfin agents know how to get you the best price possible for your home. That's because they sell twice as many homes as other agents. With a listing fee as low as 1%, Redfin's fees are half of what others often charge, which means you'll have more money to put towards your next home. I know firsthand what a difference having the right real estate agent can make. We would have been lost without ours when we bought our current home and sold our old home a couple of years ago. Download the Redfin app to get started. 
This episode is sponsored by BetterHelp Projects. So many projects. Taking care of all the things gets overwhelming. So when I get that feeling of overwhelm, I know I need to take steps to make my mental well-being a priority. Having someone to talk to, like a better help therapist, can really help. This time of year is always busy, but with my youngest child graduating from high school, we have lots of extra projects that need my attention. I know from experience that these are the times when it feels extra helpful and essential to talk through my emotions with my therapist. BetterHelp makes it easy to connect with a licensed therapist. The online platform simplifies the process. It's accessible and affordable. After answering a short questionnaire, you can choose whether you prefer to meet via phone call, video, or live chat, and you can plan your sessions at your convenience to suit your schedule. Find your social sweet spot with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash clean today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash clean. So, um, what, um, okay, so my overview for those who are listening, um, Head Meals from Scratch is um, it's basically making your own convenience foods, making food enough ingredients ahead of time that you can throw together, put a few fresh things with it, um, throw it together so that you know the origin and history of every ingredient in your food, but you're still able to get it together in the amount of time that you would normally, you know, spend if you got something that was prepackaged. And so to me, that's the beauty of it. Um, my review for that is up on the blog right now. Um, and in it, it has um, the actual recipe for skillet scalloped potatoes with ham and peas, but I also put carrots in there. Um, <laughs> Ellie and I were talking about because I – um, those of y'all who know me know that I am incapable of actually following a recipe. I consider them to be ideas, you know. Which, guidelines. Yes, guidelines. <laughs> guidelines might even be too much. <laughs> I did almost everything um, that was in the recipe. Um, I just kind of was like, oh, yeah, I actually use this instead of this and this instead of this. But it turned out great. And I think what I'm so impressed with is the thoroughness because um, – I have, you know, I pre-cook chicken in the crock pot or in the oven, but you have like six different ways to pre-cook chicken, and I've always known that certain recipes, I'm like, this works, and it's fine, and my family's used to it, but it would probably taste better if I used a different method of pre-cooked chicken, and so I appreciated that you shared those different methods, and you explained them all, and then each recipe says, okay, for this recipe... You could use any kind, but this is the one that's going to, you know, give you the taste that you're kind of imagining because that is one of the, the complaints that people have a lot of times about, oh, well, when I pre-cook my meats, they don't taste right. I'm like, well, I think that your way of describing saying this recipe is going to taste best with roasted chicken or whatever, that that kind of solves that problem that right. some people have. Right. Yeah, and so I appreciate that. I have all the different batch cooking methods also is because I don't want somebody to have to go out and buy a, an appliance. I want them to be able to use what they have. Not everybody has a slow cooker or a pressure cooker or, yeah. you know, some people's broilers are broken. You know, so I wanted to give up. <laughs> they never figured out how to use it like me. <laughs> yeah, my broiler, my broiler, went, my whole oven broke um, like two days before my um, cookbook, my final edits were due. On my oh, my word. I know. So, and so it's good that there was lots of other cooking methods that I could, because you 
much. Because to me, I think what you just said, and I didn't look at it that way, but it's like the same thing doesn't work for everybody in every home. You know, I'm scared to death of broiling. I like stuff when I eat it and I know it's been broiled, but I can't even, like, I can't even fathom how to do that. So maybe you need to do a video on that. I do have a video of broiling chicken on my YouTube channel. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Well, send me a, um, a link to that and I'll put it in the show notes okay. for this. Okay. Show notes for podcast 85. For those of you are listening. Um, okay. All right. So um, I will say too that I, I made three different recipes from this book. There were only certain recipes that we were allowed to post the actual recipe for. Um, and so I wanted to do one of those, but I kind of kept not having all the ingredients for it, even though I thought I did. And so I went ahead and did two other ones, which was um, chicken parmesan bake and um, uh, chicken cordon bleu bake okay. and what I liked yeah you just your methods too I mean you know for someone who already pre-cooks ingredients you had some re, you have some very um some new methods that I've never used before that really really worked and really cut down on my time in the kitchen so I really appreciate that as well um okay so just tell me in general and we kind of went over this but tell me in general People think of one thing with freezer cooking, but this is not freezer cooking. So I want you to kind of explain the difference between prep ahead meals from scratch and freezer cooking. Right. Well, when, oftentimes with freezer cooking, what you're doing is you're preparing a whole meal, whether you're putting preparing it and putting it in raw and then pulling it out and cooking or pre-cooking it and then just pulling it out and reheating it. So what I do instead is I just batch cook the primary ingredients, the proteins like chicken, rice, beans, pork and beef, and even lentils. And then you and then I either scroll those in the refrigerator if I'm gonna use them within a couple days, or I put them in the freezer if I'm not gonna use them right away. And so that way I have these primary ingredients pre-cooked and I can really easily pull them out and use them combine them for the recipe. So it's more, I'm, I'm, like you said, I'm creating my own convenience food. And actually, that's where I had the epiphany. My husband was deployed. I had two children. I was pregnant with another. And I live in the country on two acres. And I was just a little bit overwhelmed with my husband gone. Yeah. So I started cheating. And because I've always been a cook from scratch person, I started cheating and buying pre-cooked chicken strips at the grocery store. And then one day, I got the price per pound caught my eye, and I was like, oh my goodness, I realized those packages were only 10 ounces or 8 or 10, and I realized I could be buying organic free-range chicken for the for the price of this pre-cooked. And so that's when I went home, and I thought, what can I do? What I, I, I can't do freezer cooking at 40 and pregnant. I'm not standing on my feet for hours doing freezer cooking. And so that's when I developed the method. I'm like, I can do an hour. Uh, just pre-cooking some of the ingredients to make my life easier with rice, chicken, and ground beef. You know, if I just do that, I'd have some meals to pull together for my kids. And so then I just started, it, it was so easy, I just started expanding on that. Even once my husband came home and my life got a little bit easier. Well, and I think I think that was the thing I'd written down just a minute ago, too, is the time commitment. Uh, the idea of freezer cooking, when you think of it, for me personally, I mean, it's it still appeals to me because it is that project mentality, but it's very procrastinatable to me because the idea of making the actual huge detailed long list, because as I said, 
it took me three times to actually have all the right ingredients to make the recipe I needed to make from your book. Um, and I tend to forget little things. And the, the idea of making 20 different meals in one day and having forgotten a really important ingredient, that, that's very overwhelming to me. And so that I put that off, and then I put off the actual shopping trip. And then there's the budget, you know, of, okay, if, if I have to go at this perfect time right after payday so that I have that, you know, full budget for buying that much stuff at once. And, you know, so it's just little things like that, that um, the convenience, I'm sorry, the convenience part of it, of being able to take one hour. And I'm the same way. I started with, I basically still am at chicken, ground beef, and rice. And so I'm excited to kind of, <laughs> it's just like you said, those three ingredients Can will change your life. To make a lot of different things, yes. Yes, yeah. I, I always tell people that I, because I live when I learned to cook, I was living in Thailand um, with roommates, and so I knew I was going to be probably getting married soon after. I lived there for two years, um, and I knew I would probably be getting married soon after that. So I was determined to learn to cook. Well, I couldn't read the packages of the meat, and so it's like I would buy ground beef. And chicken tenders. You couldn't buy just chicken breasts, but you could buy chicken tenders. And um, so that was, that's the only thing I, I still feel like I am doing something amazingly fancy if I use any other cut of meat. <laughs> so um, I'm still a little stuck on that. But, but yeah, so that's your, um, I, I think that's huge is that time commitment. So along those lines, where, if somebody is kind of skeptical or whatever, what's like the the thing they can do to get the most bang for their buck? Like, what could they do tonight or tomorrow or whatever without committing any more time than they normally commit to their regular meal planning and cooking? Well, so even just batch cooking, if you use hamburger and recipes or ground beef, just double or tripling or quadrupling, I don't think that's a word, but if you take, you know, all batch three to five, in two cup portions to use in recipes in the freezer. That means that you can pull that out, combine it with beans, and make some uh, tacos, or you can pull it out and make spaghetti, and you can do it in less time than you can heat up a pizza in the oven. For real. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. And if you aren't afraid of a broiler, <laughs> you don't have to have a broiling pan to broil. All you need to do is have a large, like a jelly roll sheet, and cover it with oil. That way you don't have a mess to clean up. And put your chicken breast in there, and then you flip them, you know, cook them for eight, six to eight minutes. Flip them, cook them for a little bit longer till they're till they're clear through. So if you know, depending on how thick your uh, chicken is, in about 15 minutes you can batch broil tons of chicken, three to five pounds at one time, and then you can just slice that up. You can either put it in whole if you're short on time, and then just pull out cooked chicken breast if you need it. But I prefer to either slice it or cube it, and then prepackage it in two cup portions, and then I have it for recipes. And you know, I am planning to try that. I get my next Zacon order on Tuesday, and I'm gonna do that. Like that's that's. Because I know it's juicier that way, right? It is. Because it sometimes seals in the shredded. Is, yeah. 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 It seals in the it seals in the moisture. It cooks the outside first, and then it seals in the moisture. So it's and you've got a little bit. It's a little bit crunchier on the outside, and a little bit more tender on the inside. So it gives it more texture to recipes. And okay. when you when you have it shredded from the crock pot, I actually prefer that my is a little bit dry because 
I don't want it to have that excess chicken cheese flavor. I want my shredded uh, chicken to be the flavor of you know, whatever spices and sauces I'm using. So I would just add a little extra sauce to it, whatever sauce. It's like just adding shredded chicken, adding uh, ranch dressing, and taco seasoning. Love that combination. My kids will eat that every night of the week if I would let them have ranch, chicken ranch. And what do you do with that? What do you I do take, with that? I take uh, shredded chicken, white beans, and then mix it with taco seasoning and ranch dressing, and then I use it to make tacos. Okay, so like actual ranch dressing, not the seasoning, but the actual ranch dressing. And there's a recipe at the back of my book for making um, ranch dressing from scratch if you don't have any on hand. And, and there's also a recipe for making taco seasoning if you don't have that on hand. Um, but I, I usually have those pre-made already available, and that, it's just that easy. White beans. Well, we're going to have that next week. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> ranch dressing. And so I want it to be, I don't want it to, the, the, whether it's ground, uh, whether it's shredded pork or shredded chicken, I don't want it to have too much of that juice from that it was cooked in because I don't want it, it will have an overly chicken or overly pork flavor. I want it to have the flavors that I add to it. Oh, okay. Well, that's interesting because I, I really struggle with that, like kind of putting juice in with my shredded chicken when I freeze it because I worry about it being too dry, but then it makes it harder to thaw or harder to break up because my head one of the things I love about having pre-cooked meats in the freezer is my husband you know he'll make nachos for himself you know for him he's got to have meat at every single meal it's just part of who he is and so for him he will go break off some pre-cooked ground beef and sprinkle it over nachos and he's got like an actual meal with protein as opposed to just um a little snack yeah okay well I I that's really interesting that's good okay and I also do want to make sure that one of the things about this book is that you can go as from scratch as you want to. Like you said, you've got recipes for seasoning salt, you've got recipes for taco seasoning, for ranch. If you want to do it all from scratch, except you don't talk about how to make your own noodles, right? But other than that. No, I don't. <laughs> I, spaghetti, I, I should have it in the book, I don't, but I am obsessed with spaghetti squash. And okay. so I actually do make my own noodles, but I use spaghetti squash in a lot of recipes. I have not had a good spaghetti squash experience yet. I have a video on YouTube on that as well. Okay, send me that link as well. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so so yeah, so that basically, if you you know, for me, I used jarred spaghetti sauce on the chicken parmesan bake that you had, and it worked perfectly fine. Um, but if somebody wants to go, you know, further, then they can do the homemade spaghetti sauce as well. Okay. Um, let me see what else is on my list of questions that I made up. Um, what does, oh, here I know. What does your weekly meal planning life look like? Like what is, I mean, do you do this and then not have to meal plan or do you still meal plan? You know, how does, how does it work on a weekly basis? I still meal plan. Um, and what I do is I will do a certain amount based on, first I look, what do I already have cooked in the freezer? When I make my meal plan, I first go to the freezer and fridge. What vegetables are about to turn? So I use those right. soon. What's already cooked in the freezer? What pantry staples do I have? And then I, I start thinking about recipes I can use with what I have on hand. And then after that, I look at what, um, What's on sale? I look at the sales flyers. And so, you know, if chicken breasts are on sale or chicken thighs or, you know, pork roast, and then I will see, you know, which
which one of those can I cook, can I buy in bulk while it's on sale, pre-cook some to use in recipes this week, and then freeze so I'll be replenishing whatever I take out of the freezer from the other. Because I like to mix it up. I, yeah. I don't like to just serve chicken all week long. I like to have, you know, a little bit of chicken, a little bit of meat, a couple of meatless meals. And we usually have two meatless meals a week. And then chicken twice a week, and then a couple others. So if I'm only eating some from the freezer, and then get salmon, my sister said salmon. I always make salmon when my sister comes to visit. <laughs> Fish Friday. Okay, yeah, there you go. Yeah, we're my husband salmon. would love it if I branched out to salmon. Like, he would think that was the greatest, and it scares me to death. The broiler. The, there you go. It's so fast and easy in the broiler or in the oven, either way. It's, it's, if you do not have anything pre-cooked, the thing to cook is fish. Because fish, whether it's broiled or just baked, it cooks so incredibly fast. And the, here's a really easy recipe. Just take some garlic hummus. Do you guys have ever have hummus for snacks? So just take garlic hummus. Yeah, so take, take, take garlic hummus and mix a, you know, a teaspoon of rosemary in it. And then um, spread it over the top of your salmon. You know, the, the meat side up, put it the skin side down, and bake it. It's just, Are you talking you know, about hummus, though, that's made out of chickpeas, or is it yeah. different? Yeah. Okay, so, chickpeas. Uh-huh. Okay. It's just, made out of chickpeas. You know, a quarter to half cup, depending on how big your salmon is, mix a teaspoon uh-huh. of raspberry, and then just coat your salmon with it. It's just incredibly fast, easy way to make it flavorful. Make it look like you worked hard on salmon to impress your husband when you, when you did. <laughs> and if anybody shares this recipe with my husband, I will be very upset with you. And I will survive the embarrassment, and I'm going to stand firm and say no. 
horribly embarrassing moment. So I think that gives me a little bit more backbone in some ways because I, I, I'm fine. You know, you've been there, you've done that. I've been through this yeah. before. You can't do anything I haven't experienced before. But yeah. Yeah. Okay. And you're probably going to turn out okay even despite <laughs> You're going to get over it. <laughs> you're not going to hate me forever. Yeah, I got it. That's good. I like that. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.